podcast fan files. I'm Dave Stewart. This week, we are joined by Ashley Wynn. Ash is a Den member who credits uh, away day trips to helping him open his eyes up to the larger world. He recounts some of the key life moments on some of these adventures, getting involved in TIFOs for the Den, and how life as a father has changed how he supports Brisbane Roar. Please join me to hear the story of Ashley Wynn. Welcome to the Rawcast Fan Files. This week, we have Ash Wynn. Raw supporter, Den member, family man. How are you, Ash? Yeah, not too bad. How are you? Pretty good, mate. Pretty good. Full disclosure, we've been mates for a fairly long time now. So um, I know a lot of your story. You know a lot of mine. But uh, let's start with yours because <laughs> this pod's about you, mate. Um, what's your first ever footballing memory or your introduction to football, your origin story, if you will? Well, when I was, I think it was under 11s, under 12s. I played for two years and then, unfortunately, uh, money constraints stopped stopped me from uh, playing any further. Where'd you play at? Uh, Kingsridge. Kingsridge? Oh, yeah. Just down off yeah. the, um, uh, just, I think, the, the name of the main road Good. down there. Near the Butter Kingston Factory. Road. Yeah, Kingsridge. Kingsridge. Road. Road. Yeah, but near the Butter Factory there. That's it? Yeah. And uh, what, got you, what got you to playing... Like what? What got you into playing in under under elevens in the first, under tens, under elevens in the first place? I didn't really want to play rugby league, basically. <laughs> so you just did you did you have an involvement? Did you like football beforehand? Were you were you uh, did you follow it much at all, or was it just not not, not really? Like I just I don't know. I just wanted to play that, and mm-hmm. and I did so. Mm-hmm. And then obviously once once I stopped playing, I didn't really follow much until until the raw, raw come on to be honest yep so what would that have been that would have been uh what probably a decade or so then maybe a bit more than that yeah. between between those two periods yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah a bit of that yeah okay and then the raw came along so when did you pick up your um uh, start supporting the raw was it from the very first season, or did you kind of come in a, a little bit after that? What was your, I suppose, your intro to Brisbane Royal Football Club? I was a, I was a sucker for the for the um, uh, advertisement. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, uh, the the first season advertisement, I was like, oh, what's that? Yeah, and I went, yeah, all right, well, I might might watch a couple of couple of games on TV and for the first season I, I followed it very casually and then um, season two I went to a couple of games sat on the halfway line and I think it was my I started to get really involved more the year that we I think it was 07 when we first made finals yeah, that would be right. Yeah, it'd be 0708. Yeah. Yep. 0708, yeah. Um, we, mm. made, we made the semis and then um, I, I somehow, somehow I found out about a bus trip down to, down to the semifinal for 100 bucks. Return, down there, watch the game, drive back. No hotel. And that was um, Newcastle? Was that no, right? No, Sydney. Sydney. Oh, down to Sydney? Okay. Down to yep. Sydney, yeah. Okay. And, yeah, we, I'm 
first time ever out of the state, first time traveling on my own. So I was a bit nervous and, and all that sort of stuff, but it, it was really good. Did you I, kind um, of meet a lot of people doing that as well? Like, was there a lot of people that you yeah. now know years later that well, you... Sass Collins. Yep. Sass Collins, like, because back then she was... She was, I think she was um, treasurer or something. This is of the um, the Raw Supporters Club that was yeah, incorporated yeah. at one point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she was doing that and met her through there, met Pat, Channy. Who, uh, John McCormick, for anyone that doesn't know, down, now, now down in Melbourne. Yep. Yep. And, and yeah, just you, probably not you until a little bit later. Yeah. I don't think I went on that particular trip, but I know the one you're talking about. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, no, it was really good. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. So what was that? That was just a, that was just, (laughs) that was just a trek. So basically it was hide bus. It took everyone down to Sydney and back up the next, basically the next day, was it? So it was just a a in and out sort of jump. It was, yeah, it was, we went to Lions Root Shillings, jumped on the bus and hightailed it down there. Watch the yeah. game, back on the bus, hotel back. So was that what kind of ended up drawing you to the den per se? Or yeah. Yeah. yes, yes, yes. And then but, from there, did but, you end up? I suppose because you would have had that that away day experience, so to speak, that uh, sort of chanting and and singing and sort of banter sort of experience you kind of get with an active support. Did that kind of make you feel like why aren't I doing this every home game? Yeah, that that got that, that got me that got me hooked. <laughs> it, like I went to the went to the return leg of the semi final. Yep. Where Haynello scored that got the that winning goal and all yep. that sort of stuff. And then yeah, next year season member. Wow, that easy. In, yeah. Yeah. Just shows you how Good much active support can actually um, pull people in. How important it is to. Uh, to a club's business model, given they they focus on memberships as much, yeah. So that was obviously your introduction to the den, or kind of what you drew you into the den. In terms of, I suppose, how that evolved, uh, I know obviously you got involved more so, uh, more and more with the den, probably more in a supportive role. Uh, let's say, like for example, the behind the scenes sort of stuff, TFO yeah. uh, creation and sort of um, ideas and that sort of stuff. What was, I suppose, some of the biggest things that, that I suppose, we'll start off, how did you get involved in those sorts of things? And kind of what were some of the, the, the bigger things that you kind of really think stand out as you know, some of the better of things that you were involved in yourself? I, I, they, on the on the old Raw forum and they were posting TIFO days and stuff like that. And, oh, what's that? Oh, yeah, all right, I'll go. And then... Oh, it's just painting this. Yeah, okay, all right, I can do that, no problem. And then it got more involved, and it got bigger and bigger. And then um, there was this there was one tifo that unfortunately got shit canned because of the wind. Do you want to describe that, that it for was, the listeners? It was uh, it was called Mega Best. Yeah, it was. It was going to be the first time Perth Glory come back to to Suncorp Stadium when um, 
just after we won the championship. Mm-hmm. There was a big big picture of Bess with the trophy around his neck with two big giant arms with thumbs pointing pointing to him, self going, yeah, look at me, yeah, bro, sort of thing. And um, it was five metres high. It's yeah, that would bigger. that wouldn't be far off the mark. I do remember it. I remember we us standing it up at Ballymore, and it went uh, up up against the fire stairs. It went up to the second level of the fire stairs. Second, second, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was it was it was pretty big, and unfortunately, the the weather on the day just made it impossible for Suncourt to to okay okay for a safety standpoint and. Unfortunately, the A League never got to see Mega Best. Is that the best TIFO that no one ever got to see? I reckon so. Like <laughs> raw, raw wise, yes, definitely. Yeah, a lot of people. I mean, if we're going of... to compare TIFOs that never got seen, we could look at the Sydney one that got stolen. No one ever saw that. But uh, <laughs> the Mega Best one is probably it's probably the best one that never got approval. Yeah. What was, the, what was what was it about that one that um because and, and again I'll I'll half back to my knowledge of it I'll let you tell the story but I'll half back to my knowledge you would often uh, be be the one that would come along with it with a Ute and and be able to um, I suppose transport a lot of a lot of hardware a lot of tools a lot of lumber a lot of those sorts of well, things as yeah. well. Yeah. Well, I've I've got a carpentry background and that's what we use. We use some um, timber and and just core flute and looking back now probably we should have used something different because it was it was pretty pretty heavy and robust maybe if we use use like a pvc or something mm. it may have got got approval but it is, it is what it is, is. <laughs> it. Hey, it'll always be be one one of the one of the blights, only downfall that I've had with the raw, the one that got away, or the one that got away, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, now you mentioned beforehand about your away days, your first introduction to the den being uh, effectively an away day down to Sydney, there and back, yeah, and it being your first time out of Queensland, kind of away from home, even if it was just a yeah. a very quick in and out sort of trip. Obviously, you've done some more since then. Knowing you, you've been to yeah. Wellington away. Um, uh, yeah, about eight times. But there you go. So, <laughs> so that's obviously a favourite. You've been to a couple of other ways as well. Um, yeah, I've been, to, I've been to every stadium or every away day except for MacArthur now. Okay. So you've you've ticked um, the boxes off. You've you've done a fair fair whack. What is it about? Yeah. Well, first of all, what is it about the away days? How has that kind of changed you from when you were that? younger kid going to that first game in Sydney to, to now, how have you changed, I suppose, in with those sorts of things in mind? I, I guess I guess more so a bit more adventurous, like wanting to travel a bit more and wanting to explore Australia and New Zealand, obviously. Mm-hmm. Oh, I had, um, oh, I lie. I didn't, didn't go to... Uh, North Queensland away, Dan Cycle and Yasi. <laughs> what, no, it was Yasi. Yeah, it was Yasi because I missed out on that one too. Yeah, 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 yeah. I missed on that one too. 
yeah, the like I've been to Perth. I, I went to I went to Perth. I've been there twice. One, the first time I stayed stayed one night, and probably stayed just over twenty four hours. One night was, uh, and second one was a hit and run. Fly in, watch the game, fly home. That's a long the, flight the for uh, for for being there. For, you're probably in the air more time than you were on the ground. Yeah, I was. <laughs> it's, it's ten out. It's five hours there and four and a half back, and the game's only two, just under two hours. <laughs> you could have watched the game. You could have analysed the game on the flight there and back over that time you spent. <laughs> um, in terms of uh, in terms of Wellington, like you said, you've done that eight times. What yeah. is it about Wellington that keeps drawing you back to that? Then I've got heritage th- with Wellington. Obviously, yeah. I've got family there. Um, my mum was born there. I just love the country. I, I dra- even dragged my fiance along. Well, then girlfriend, now fiance. I proposed to her at Rotorua. She, it was pretty she said yes. In the- yeah, she said yes in the smelliest place in the world. I'm pretty sure I, I, I've definitely got her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, you mean Rotorua, not not just some random place that you happen to be having. Yeah, Rotorua. Rotorua. Yeah. <laughs> in terms of that, so I didn't I didn't actually realize, and this is probably on me for not actually having known previously, but I didn't realize you had family from Wellington in the first place. Is that something that you'd always wanted to go to, even? Say before the yeah. war, was it the place you wanted to go to and kind of check out? Yeah, uh, probably yes, no. Like mainly, mainly I because I I had cousins that have come over and seen me. I you know, just I want to reciprocate the favor, mm-hmm. and I met some of their friends through through them coming over as well. They actually stayed with us and. Yeah, just wanted to catch up and stuff like that. So you've actually done more. You've not just done the touristy stuff of you know, in your Wellington city going up. Can't remember the name of the mountain now, but also all that sort of Mount stuff. You, thank you. But also, yeah, you, you've kind of gone out and I suppose the burbs a little bit as well in your time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, more so touristy stuff though. Yeah. Like very. Like I just got up and went up to. Newtown, I think it is. Yep. And yeah. um, and that's where that's where they are. I don't pay attention, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> you've been there plenty enough, but don't know where. Fair enough. Yeah. Look, and you've also got a tattoo, um, yep. a prison raw tattoo. Yes. When did you get that? And oh, shit. Um. And why? Like, what does it signify I, to you? A nine. And I guess I was just young and dumb, to be honest. Um, <laughs> but like the first, the BRFC three thirty two on my for, on my forearm, that was yeah, more so young and dumb. Pretty much, it was my second ever tattoo. Yeah. Then yeah, when we got the won the championship, the first championship, I slapped on the champions on on the. On the Inside my forearm. Is it? Is it still something that like it's not something you regret? I imagine it's something no. you're still happy to have, but it's. Uh, does it still kind of signify to you, sort of um, something 
that you still have or is it something that was like you know i said 10 years or so ago what was how does it kind of how do you relate to it now i still i i don't regret don't regret it one bit like originally i I was gonna go a full sleeve just just for football on that arm i'm glad i didn't now because one of one of the designs i had was suncorp stadium and yeah, I'm glad I didn't do that. <laughs> I know you could have stayed a bit of room there for, you know, dolphins and uh, just, you know. Oh, fuck that. Just <laughs> then a little space for, uh, you know, to be built sort of stadium over here, you know. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the stadium like, that'll never come. I I, I do sort, sort of regret a little bit getting 332, but I don't as well. I was like, going to ask history. you. Yeah, I was, gonna, I was gonna ask you about that because I was gonna ask you actually word for word, is there any regrets regarding the three three two part? Or is that a good reference to your time there? Cause and I'll throw this I'll kind of put context around it for the listeners as well. Um you don't sit in the den anymore. You'll go occasionally, but you don't sit in the den anymore. Is that correct? Or do you still go and sit in the den? This year, because it's at Redcliffe, it's and, and I, I I live an hour and a half away. I've got two young kids. And it's just not feasible for me to go to every game no more, unfortunately, mm-hmm. both um, time-wise and financially-wise. And you know, like, it's a hundred for a full season. I worked it out for a full season. If I went up there every game, it was a hundred and thirty odd dollars in tolls plus yeah. fuel, and plus the actual just, tickets. <laughs> Plus the tickets, plus food, plus drink. Yeah, it just wasn't just wasn't worth it. Back, back when I was back when I was younger, when I, when I was single, young single, I actually did a tally of what I spent for one season, mm. and it was up with that's without alcohol. It worked out to be nearly six grand for for the season. That include away merchand- days as well, or was that primarily just merchandise, home? tickets, away games, yeah, flights, accommodation. Yep. It, it even it even included preseason up at Mackay. Yeah, right. So I mean, it was a free, that would have been a pretty full on sort of year in most people's standards, but six grand yeah. is a is a pretty penny to be able to pay. In. It was a uh, the month of February. I spent four days at home. Oh wow! <laughs> You'd have been living out of a suitcase most of that time. I was. <laughs> it was Central Coast for their game, then down to Sydney, and flew over to Auckland. Done a road trip down to Wellington for that game. Mm. Then flew home. Then I think it was the next day. Flew down to Melbourne, stayed there with family and stuff. Watched the game down there, flew home. Then two days later, I think I had done the Perth trip. Yeah, wow. That's insane. And, yeah. You've done more was... miles than the raw, the raw themselves. Good thing it was no coronavirus to stuff up all your plans. That was... <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> now, you, you mentioned it beforehand. You're, you're a family man. Now you've got two young kids. Um, and you've kind of touched on this a little bit, but I'm going to kind of maybe go into a little bit more. How has that, in, that changed your interaction with supporting the raw? How have you... 
I suppose, change. How's the match day experience changed for you, even before your, your youngest, which has only just been, you know, born very, very recently? How's it changed since yeah, you've become a father? It's restricted me a little bit, I'll be honest, but I wouldn't change it. Yeah, I love my kids. I love my family. That, that I, I actually brought brought both kids to Pocono, uh, Claire Pocono's last game. Um, was the day before today, for anyone listening, we're recording the day yeah. after that one. Yeah. And um, they're all dressed up in their raw gear. And it's, it's changed in a sense that I can't just go out there and drink and, and Yahoo and carry on like, like a hooligan back, back in the day. But sometimes you go, just got to grow up a little bit, I guess. And well, you've got um, other people relying on you now instead of you relying on yourself. I suppose that's the the key driver yeah, behind that, much. isn't it? Yeah. Hey, like my, my, my daughter, she's three, and she every time I'm watching a game, whether it's actually the Raw or or, or not the Raw, mm. she goes, You watching Brisbane? <laughs> <laughs> Mate, you got a better train than me. Every time I ask um, my young fella, Hey, you say Co Brisbane, he goes, Go blue team. I'm like, What are you doing? <laughs> don't say go blue team. That is the if you, if you picked red, I wouldn't care. Just don't say go blue team because they're Sydney colors. Getting the beer. Yeah. <laughs> I could have trained that out of him. Um, in terms of the match day experience, and again, we'll throw it back to maybe pre your youngest, given that's the majority of the time this is going to apply to is before then. Yeah. Um, do you look for something different in the match day experience now? So beforehand, it would have been, you know, pre-match at the pub. Uh, obviously, you'd have your, you know, you kind of carry on with your mates. You get down to the to the ground and sing a few songs and back to the pub, go home. What's your match day experience? Sort of, do you look for now compared to say back then? I wish I could still do that. To be <laughs> honest, even even with Evelyn, we 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 still still did that, but not to the extent that I used to. Like well, you didn't buy a drink, a for example. Yeah, a, 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 a tone tone down version. Yeah, okay, but um. But you know, like now it's I've only been to one game at Redcliffe, and it's not a it's a hassle game out there. Mm. It's it's st- still like the atmosphere is there. It's just a shame that there's no you just got le- basically got league club location, or, location, location. Right? It's it's just yeah, a long, basically a long way from everywhere, unless you're living in that sort of region already. So, I, to- I totally understand why they did it. It's mm. just, yeah. Unfortunately, some people some people have benefited from it. Some have not. And- You're going to get that regardless who where they move it. There are going to be people that will complain about it regardless. It's going to be inconvenience yep. people more, inconvenience people, you know, in another way. You it- can't make everyone happy. No, that's it. Exactly right. We're going to wrap this up with a couple of favourite evers. Favourite ever of Brisbane Raw goal. Now, you can see this live. You can see this on TV. However you want to see it. What was your favourite ever goal? What was the goal that you, know, you thought was the absolute best for you? It, it was a Melbourne away. And it was, it was one where we pants victory 3-0. Mm-hmm. And it was... And it was um, 
May Mackay scored one, and I, and we done the team that team goal with Liam Liam Miller scoring. Matt McCoy's one was also that, a team goal. It's just less passes. I do remember because there yeah. were two incredible passing goals in that game. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So which, yeah, one, which it, one are you picking, mate? You, give us a number. Give us Liam, a number. Liam Miller? Okay. Yeah, Liam Miller has to be. Yeah. I think that was probably one. Again, that's my favourite. Anytime someone mentions that, I've got to confirm it's it's been my favourite as well. What about your favourite of a Brisbane Raw memory? Now, this doesn't need to be on the pitch. This could be off the pitch. It could be something that happened before a game, after the game. But kind of, what's your favourite memory around uh, around Brisbane Raw? I have to say, drink and try Friday. <laughs> uh, <laughs> now you've heard the you've heard the pods up till now. You know this has already been referenced once. <laughs> yeah, I know. But that that and I guess just just the traveling. Yeah. The tra- the traveling like and, and friends, the friends I've met. That that's. That's the ultimate part about it. Like, friends I've got for pretty much shit, 15 years now. Mm. A lot of them I speak to more than what I do. I speak to them more than what I do, schoolmates and stuff like that. So it's become more of a, it's a bigger part of my life than what I'm actually thinking about now. It's actually a bigger part of my life than what I thought. Yeah, it kind of grows a bit, doesn't it? You don't realise it until, yeah. it's, until it's kind of grown as much as it has. Look, that's uh, that's been fantastic, Ash. Thanks very much for joining us on the Rawcast for this Fan Files episode. Appreciate your time, oh, mate. Good. See you, mate.